You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How much time till we're on? on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, hello, welcome to it. Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Satsy, Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studio tonight. Hello, Sats. Hello, Woogie, and uh, also listeners. Um, I've got to say, it's a quick turnaround, and I know the spectators didn't turn up to the, the first test match against the West Indies, but I'm really excited about the Adelaide test. Day-nighter, a little bit different. You go home, have a couple of beers after work. Well, I just think the way the on. test cricket is at the moment in Australia, we probably do need something different. Mm. And I think it comes at a perfect time. And for more reports, our tickets have been sold. Absolutely, they yeah. have. Yeah. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, 2DU in Dubbo. Uh, SCN Track, the SCN app, of course, uh, 1170 SCN in Sydney, 1620 SCN on the Gold Coast, SCNQ 693 AM in Brizzy and in Canberra on 1323 AM. You can grab a podcast of the show wherever you get your podcasts from. If you hit that subscribe button, stuff pops up all the time. You don't want to miss it, particularly the last laugh, which Sats just delivers comedy gold. Mm. In the last hour, the last thing we do I've hit before the mark we go the last home. two nights, I've got to say. Well, according to Jack, our producer, Jack's uh, actually here. Have... Jack, Jack, hello, Jack. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan. It's like the cherry on top of the of the cake. Mm. You get through all of it. What and sort then of you cake would this show be? Oh, a blancmange. Yeah, maybe like jelly a, and like, can I tell up you cake? the what? most overrated cake in the history of cakes? Is this our topic tonight? Is it classed as a cake? A pavlova? Oh, no, no it's that's a not a cake. It's, it's, a dessert. Dessert. it's not a cake. Okay. Most overrated is carrot cake. Get vegetables out of cake. Don't Jack, want them. I don't, I've never seen a carrot in that carrot cake. I don't think it is. New Zealand oh. have the best carrots in the world. So there <laughs> you go. Different soil. New soil, was it? Yeah. Mm. Best cake, in my opinion, anything given to you free at the office when someone has their birthday. That's the best cake. <laughs> someone left two pieces of sponge cake for me. In the office now, the that day. is overrated. A sponge cake. Yeah, but sponge this had the cake. real cream, not the oh, fake what cream. Cake? What What office were you at? This cake would be a. a I was at SCNQ in Brizzy. No, it wasn't this one. This cake. This show would be a caramel mud cake. That's yeah. what this show would be. Rich, yeah. velvety, yeah, smooth. <laughs> you reckon Badge eats cake? No, yeah, ice cream. Yeah, he loves ice cream. Anyway, don't derail us. Uh, You can grab the podcast wherever you grab your podcast from. And don't forget to look us up on TikTok, Badge Sats SEN. On tonight's show, Dougie Bollinger to preview the the second. Yes, great to always have Dougie on the air to preview the second test. Simon Orchard's got some tips for Wenty Park tonight. He's from New South Wales Greyhounds. We'll have a chat to him. That's ridiculous. Let's kick this off early. Get them through. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170 is our number. You're the star of the show. We love your input. We really, Even Adrian's. Even 
Why do I have to say that? Why are you making me say that, Jack? Even Adrian's. It's unfair. Hey, listen, I want to talk to Jack Smart about listener. something. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in the before going to air, Jack's in a uh, a group chat with his buddies. Yeah. Um, what sort of people in this group chat before we take this on board, by the way? What do you mean? Like, are they sporting fans? Oh, uh, yeah, big sporting fans. So we all, we're all going them, to the first day of the cricket. In, are uh, any of them navigating the dark web at any stage? No. Okay. Are they no, all no, single? Uh, no, they're all actually shacked up. Do they all look like Harry Potter? <laughs> no, or no, characters no. from Harry Potter? Not all. Maybe one or two, but do not they, all of them. Do they play Dragons and Dungeons or Dungeons and Dragons, whatever it's called? Remember that game. Okay, we did play Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> during yeah. COVID. It was the whole thing. But we're all going to first day of the how cricket. Many, we're all very excited. How many of them don't live in their mother's basement? Mm. Uh, all of them. All of them. Yeah, that's it. We're out there in the world. Do it's many great. of them smother themselves in <laughs> crunchy peanut butter? <laughs> Just so the dog would play with it. <laughs> okay, sorry. What was the question? <laughs> what, <laughs> what mates do you have? <laughs> what are you talking about? Just uh, living our childhood past. So, okay. you had a group chat with your yeah, mates we and have you a group threw chat. up a question. Yeah, so this is the type of stuff that gets dominated in our group chat, pops up all the time. One of them goes questioned uh, someone else's batting ability in cricket and mm. it goes, I reckon I could score one run of prime Brett Lee for a million dollars. One run. Yeah. So then it came Easy. up. Right, then it was, all right, do you think you could get one run of Brett Lee in his prime for a million dollars or you lose the ability to taste? No, I'd, I'd take the one run. You take the yeah. one prime bet. Prime Bretley. Yeah, Prime Bretley. You Brett- reckon you can get one run? It's a little bit like BBL. There's, you know, the speed doesn't dominate BBL. It's the it's the spin bowler. So in BBL, you just all you need or T twenty, you just need a little bit of a nick and use the speed to your advantage. You're Whereas getting a nick. you got a you got a Mitch Swepson or a, yeah, Prime Shane Warne or a Prime Stewie Gill McGill. No chance. Oh please, no chance. You please. reckon Bretley coming steaming in? Full pace. Or you that. reckon you're getting you, a ball to the bat? All you need is a nick, and it's got to go through third man, go down to third it. man. I don't uh, think you're even connecting. Uh, Jack, there are so many blokes who play grade cricket who get off the mark with a nick through slips. It could happen again off off Brett Lee. Brett Lee in his prime. And the other thing is, if okay. it hits your helmet and goes down to fine leg, is that considered a run? That's what I want to know. So it's I, got to I, come I, off the bat, right? I'm saying, I, I'm saying I'd rather... I'd rather be confident of getting a one off of Brett Lee than I would a Shane yeah. Warne. Six balls, yep. or you lose your ability to taste, yep. and you're yeah. happy mm. for the rest of your life. Yep. Okay. Jack, what do you reckon? I'm I'm with I'm with Sats. So I'll take up six balls of Brett Lee bowl on 150. Yeah. All you got to do is just chuck the bat there, mate. Doesn't matter. And I got 101 not out when I was at high school. Oh, here we go so, again. You know, that's great. Mm. Yeah. Um, Did you raise the bat? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He hasn't stopped talking to you about it. He's, every chance he gets, he talks about it. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, can I correct you on something, yes. uh, Sats? Mate, it'll be a six off the first ball of Stuart McGill. Stuart McGill's average was... Was average. Was pretty good based on the test matches that he Who played. was bowling at the other end? From Shane Warne. Well, with Shane, Warne. Yeah. Shane Warne, mate. He yeah. builds all the pressure. So when the when the crap so bowler comes on, everyone's going the tonk. You're saying Shane Warne only got his wickets because Glenn McGrath's at the other end as no, well? No, I'm not saying that. He was a very good bowler. Mm. Both him and McGrath was, was probably the best bowling combination we've ever had. But you, you know what it's like. Oh, God, it's got to get through this warning over, and then I'll take that hack down the other end. And he then wasn't a hit, hack at all. Yeah, but this problem, you'd swing so hard, you'd knock yourself out, or you'd hit it straight up in the end, and Stuart McGill would pick up wickets.
Well, can I throw you a question? Mm. Who is the one bowler that you would not want to face under any circumstances? So if I put that scenario to you. It's easy. And if it was a different bowler and you'd be like, no, nah, I'll. I'm saying I'll Michael Holding or. I'm saying Michael yeah. Holding or uh, Kirtley Ambrose. Yeah, I'm going to go a different country. Wasim Akram. He's yeah, incredible. He's a good swinger. But you didn't know where it made. He's taken people's heads off. It, it, that's the thing. It swung as well. Hmm. It cut you in half. I'm talking about pure speed and danger. Yeah. I'm saying any of those West Indian bowlers. Dale Stein from South Africa. Yeah. Quick. Mm, good call. Mm. Good call. Uh, who, I'll tell you what. What about you, Sat? No, I'm going to say Jeff Thompson. Yeah, then you don't. He didn't know where they were going. Yeah. See, that's the thing. <laughs> see, when the bowler doesn't know where they're going to go, that's the guy There's you don't want to face. There's a famous Ashes series. Right. I think it might have been 70, 73, where England beat Australia. And, yeah, the tradition was that you went and had a beer with the opposition team. doesn't matter whether you win, lose, or draw. And Tomo wouldn't come in, and he loved a beer. And apparently the English player said, come on, Tomo, come in. He said, no, I'm that filthy. I'm going to kill every one of you in the next Ashes test. And I went, yeah, of course he did. I think it was 75, 76, 75 it might have been. Apparently he just decapitated four of them, just lived up to his his promise. Yeah. yeah no. He would have been frightening. Terrifying. Oh, they, he gets my vote when you think about that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, 0457 736 736. Nice start, Jack. Nice start. Oh, thanks, mate. That's good. You keep on that group chat. Adrian Vows, uh, former Origin players listening to the show, text mm-hmm. us in, 0457 736 736. He said, what's wrong with Adrian's? Adrian Vowles, because obviously you're having a go at Adrian from Dural. Mm. Yeah, but and he's Va- saying, what's wrong with Adrian? No, but Vowles has got a sense of humour. Like Vowles is a good bloke. Are you saying Adrian from Dural's not a good guy? He's correct. a good guy. I'm saying that correctly, I'm saying that. Yeah, that's not right. Let me ask our listeners. No, you, no, you don't ask our listeners. 0457736736, which fast bowler would you have not liked? To face. Now, I've got a That's Ridiculous early. Go for it. Because make sure you send your That's Ridiculous in, 0457 736 736. This is from Steve. He says, Sats, you know I'm your biggest fan, but last night's laugh, laugh, last laugh was anything other than poor at best. You need to go back to clown college. Come on, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous, Steve. Yeah, but the only one laughing is, is Jack, and Jack wants to date your daughter, Olivia. Mm. So you don't see that, do you? What? So Jack's trying to date your daughter, Olivia, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. he's supporting everything you do. You don't notice it in the meetings we have. Oh, Scott, that's a great idea, Mr. Sattler. Can do I- we have meetings, do we? Are you, are you trying to sell that you're organised? We don't have meetings. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Um If you've got any feedback on Sats' joke of the day, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Um Good column by Paul Crawley today, and I know you want to talk about this and get our listeners' feedback on this. That's as well. Yeah, good debate. It's good debate. This is on the back of Mitch Moses and yeah, the alleged one million dollars that he's sitting on at the moment and and hasn't signed, re-signed with the Parramatta Eels. Comes off at the end of twenty twenty three. Open to talk to clubs at the moment, and um, and Paul Crawley also put it out to the poll. It got a lot of traction as well, um, and he said, "This is the." The big signings that either worked or are still working at their current club or big signings that haven't worked. For example, Ash Taylor, Gold Coast Titans, only had a handful of games at the Broncos, was a a junior superstar, was a really good kid, good half, signed for a million dollars 
at the Gold Coast Titans, thereabouts, never lived up to the expectations. So some of the ones that are working today, the million-dollar players, the big signings that came across to, to a club, to your club or another club, that are still working or did work in the past. And I'm going to say, I think Jason Taumalolo's you know, nine-year deal at you know, a million dollars a year, I think that's worked for the Cowboys. I think he's been outstanding. I don't think he has. I think he's lost his focus at all during that time. If not, he's got better. Mm. So on the back of Paul Crawley's story, let's get your thoughts. 0457 736 736. Text us. What are some of the big deals that, that went wrong or some of the big deals that actually worked. Mm. Sonny Bill, Bill Williams, that worked when he came back to the Roosters. That was that short-term contract? 2012, then they won the comp in 2013. Oh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's a that's a deal, that, a big deal that worked out for the club. Geez, there'd be a few at the Titans. Jared Hayne. Yeah, perfect. Great publicity yep. signing and was a short, was meant for a short-term effect as opposed to a long-term effect on the was club. Was it meant to be that short though? Yeah, well, you know, their first game, they played the Warriors. It was the first sellout they'd had in many, many years, you know, on a Sunday afternoon. So, you know, the players that have worked or haven't worked from their big signings at clubs. Bears head, South Sydney. No, he was good. He's a good player, Bears head. It was my brother actually named his Commodore Fletch <laughs> after he signed with South. Not Chevy Chase movie, Fletch? <laughs> no, yeah. no. 0457 736 736, which million-dollar uh, signings? Have not worked at clubs. Can be any sport. All worked. All worked, okay. Yeah. Well, you'd say then Tom Brady going to Tampa worked. They won a Super Bowl in the first too. year. Yep. There's one. Tick. Good example. Uh, what about Jordan when he went to baseball? How'd that go? Well, they went on strike, so he had to come back to Fail. NBA. That failed? Dennis Rodman. Oh, God. Horrible shooter. <laughs> went to the Bulls. Helped Jordan win three three more championships. There you go. Mm. 0457 736 736. Those million-dollar signings that worked or didn't work in sports. What else we got coming up? Oh, something I was just talking to uh, Jez, our boss, about today. Yeah. We're talking about TV shows. I'm gonna I'm I started to, but I'm gonna get into it. I'm, I'm re-watching uh Sopranos. Because I know you don't like it. You only got through what a half an episode. My favorite movie of all time is Goodfellas, Ray Liotta. Yep. Joe Pesci, Rob yep. De Niro. You've um, got to give it a chance, mate. But I'm comparing it to Goodfellas. That's why I don't like The Godfather. But it's it's like any really good TV series. It takes a while. Like Breaking Bad, I nearly gave up. Great show. I know, but I was up to the third episode and I've gone, this is rubbish. Yellowstone, uh, it, it took season two, episode five, for me to hook into that. Mm. It takes a while. You know what he's going to rewatch? Um... The American version of The Office. Now, I tried to watch the first episode of that and they were copying the English version. It just wasn't the same, right? Ricky Gervais, he, he's the man, right? Mm. But he reckons the American version is outstanding of it's The good. Office. Steve Carell's good. He's no Ricky Gervais. But, you know, I, I can't watch The American Office because it's Boring. like watching an English version of of Seinfeld. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Which TV series are you rewatching? Maybe we haven't even seen him. He might put us down the right path. File transfers. Chris Sandow was a massive deal that went wrong at Parramatta. Spent most of his time playing for Wentworthville. Yeah, he went to went for big money. I uh, went to South Sydney as well. I actually signed Chris Sandow as a Sandow as a sixteen year old to the Gold Coast Titans. He was the Australian schoolboys halfback. Um, comes from Sherberg. 
and uh, a tremendous same same town as what uh, Steve Renoff came from. Tremendous young kid. He's unfortunately uh, incarcerated at the moment, but he's a tremendous young kid. He's from a really good family, and um, but he was a really good player, Chrissy Sando. He just there were things off the field that really affected Chrissy. But yeah, he he signed for a lot of money. That's a that's a really good nomination, actually. That's from uh, Belmont from Clarence. A bowling weapons. This is not a not a bad one. Mitchell Johnson with the handlebar mo, two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen Ashes. No thanks. Mm. Is that when? Is that the one where Pup apparently turned around and said to Was oh. it Jimmy Anderson? Oh, one of the worst sledges. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Anderson was batting. He said he's going to break your going to break your arm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it a horrible sledge. He, he sledged him with his. With his I can never tips. take Mitchell's Mitchell Johnson seriously. You know when he do the he do the you know the death stare. Yeah. When you're looking at Tomo and Dennis Lilly and and Warney, those it just seemed too well manicured. He had beautiful skin. His <laughs> hair was always beautiful. He didn't look like a biker, did mm. he? That's from Brett from uh, Kingsgrave and Mick from Toowoomba, Sean Tate, and Mitchell Johnson. And that actually, like a few people suggesting Mitchell Johnson, mate. Mm. Maybe we're, we're, we're the wrong ones in this. Keep your text coming through, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 is our number. Don't forget to, we're after your That's Ridiculouses as well. More of Sports Day on the way in just a moment. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. With Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Great to have you on board. Sats and Jace here tonight. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You are the star of the show. Give us a call. How's that Christmas special coming along too, by the way, boys? We've got... We're going to get some of our listeners on there to wish our other listeners Merry Christmas. It do they will... come up with their own message or do we give them a message? No, they've got to come up with it. Okay. So we've got, so far we've got Glenn. Actually, actually we haven't spoken to Glenn in ages, have we? Fitzy from the Gold Coast. We're going to get Fitzy on, are we? You've got to actually have physically called the show. So Steve from Dubbo, who I think is our funniest. Steve's listen. not funny. He is funny. No, he's not. Just because he had a crack at your last laugh. See... Yeah, Steve's never rang us. He's probably got like a real squeaky voice. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> that's why he only texts. God, I hope that's the reason. Um, so we've got Glenn. You want Fitzy from the Goldie. Fitzy from the Goldie. Da- a danger, of course. He can do it from the bath. Yep. Right, with the floating Santa Claus or something mm-hmm. like that. Or Jingle Bells in the background. Uh, you want Adrian, don't you? Adrian, yeah, absolutely. He's like the Grinch who stole Christmas, this boy. Well, you've got to have the Grinch. Oh, you got to, yeah. And, and was there anyone else? Is it just four? No, there was a, some over the last couple of nights that Jack will call back. Yeah, that's it. No, Steve's not going on. He hasn't rang us. Mm. All right. So, anyway, Jack uh, producing the uh, the show from the kitchen tonight. Go to ICanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy from Ziggler and Brown Barbecue this summer. It's free to do so. Make sure you enter. Um, again, we t- spoke about this off the top of the show, the Paul Crawley article about the latest news uh, about alleged $1 million for Mitchell Moses. Still hasn't signed this. This is the offer from Parramatta. Yeah. There's a lot of talk, Sats, just on that, that he's going to the Bulldogs. Well, Bulldogs and West Tigers, from all reports. Are... I'm hearing the Bulldogs. Well, you know, 
Stephen Crichton. If Stephen Crichton leaves Panthers and, and joins up with Cameron Seraldo, you can't have too many of those players that are in around eight nine $900,000 on your salary cap. Uh, but they do, yeah. They do need a, they need do need an experienced half to, to partner, Matty Burton. Right. So, you make the choice about a a general halfback that can control the game, can also create points, and turn four into six on most occasions. Has played a lot of big games, uh, up against the five eighth who, you know, had a terrific season at centre when they won the comp two years ago. Penrith and is still finding his way as a as an NRL five eighth, and he'll be a very good NRL five eighth. Or do you go Crichton, a, a fullback that, again, can create points, beautiful striker of the ball, and age is on his side as well. What is he, 22, 23 years yeah. of age? Yeah. So it's the same sort of argument when it comes to Moses and Stephen Crichton. But it depends what you have behind these guys as well. Like? Like who's coming through the ranks at Parramatta? Yeah, exactly. Well, at the moment, the, the person sitting in that box seat is Jacob Arthur. Mm. Still only 20 years of age. He's got to learn, a lot to learn about controlling a rugby league team, an NRL team, and a powerhouse team as well. But Mitch Moses only got one year left at the Eels, right? He has, both he and Dylan Brown. And but it's is, fair to say one of them will definitely sign there. If they can fit both, well... That's not going to be possible. Well, I was looking through, I mean, you've got Regan Campbell-Gillard who's on, who's on big money. Uh, Josh Hodgson's gone there who... Yeah, wouldn't have gone there for a for a penny. Mm. Um, so yeah, looking through there, when you actually look through there, and I, I've I've said myself, it's, I think it'd be difficult to keep both of them. But when yeah. you actually look through their their team, there's not a lot of players that are taking up a large chunk of their salary cap. Okay. You know, Clint Gutherson would be taking a large. Regan Campbell Gillard definitely is. Um, Borlo, uh, Junior Barlow would be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so whether you can fit two halves in and around that sort of eight hundred to a million dollar number is a, is a big question. So I, I personally think they probably won't be able to do it. What, so we want to find out tonight what are the big signings that have worked and what are some of the ones that haven't. And a great example you've given Sats is Jared Hayne at the Titans. Yeah, it didn't work. Came back from the NFL and a, a great PR publicity um, signing for the Gold Coast Titans at the time. But again, it had. A real short-term effect. Uh, I'll ask you this one. Has this one worked? Ben Hunt at the Dragons. Oh, yes. Ab- yeah, absolutely it has. Individually for himself, definitely. For the team? Well, it's a team game, isn't it? It's like, There's more than one player. Uh, I mean, it's fair to say he's been their best player consistently for, for the entirety of his contract. He can't be responsible for everyone else's performance. No. So uh, I can only judge it on him. He's He's been a great... A great signing. Okay, what about – we've got a text message here also, and it's one of the names I've got written down here. Um, don't forget that uh, Kieran Foran – this is Steve saying so Kieran Foran went to para on big bucks, so did Anthony Watmo. Um, yeah, it, it just didn't work. A lot of stuff going off the field with Kieran that it really affected him on the field it when he went to the Bulldogs, go to the Bulldogs and yeah, Bulldogs, para. Yeah, yeah. But he seems to be just a, a true manly man. It's going to be interesting to see how he goes – uh, at the Gold Coast Titans. I'll, I'll throw another one at you. Was this, is this one successful to date? Only one year. Adam Reynolds. I was about to ask you that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, from a leadership perspective. And they improved from the year before. They did. Substantially. They did. However, oh God, it's a hard one because his body let him down on occasions, didn't it? A really good one is Cooper Cronk. 
Yeah, there you go. Went to the Roosters. That's the best. Back-to-back comps. That would be the best example in rugby league. Mm. He got better. Yeah, you're right. He got better. Yeah, you're right. He oh, Cooper. Took away from the you – know, even though he had Tedesco and Co, he still had a lot of responsibility. Mm. And um, that, was, that was a tremendous signing. I'll, I'll put he won a grand final with one wing. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. I'll put this one to you, okay? Listeners and Jace. Um, Anthony Milford when he was at the Broncos. No, that's a flop. They played in the grand final 2015 and he would have arguably pro- probably received the, the Clive Churchill medal if they won. It's a, it ended up being a flop. Mm. Didn't finish I'll, off Let well. me give you another one. The trail to Souths. Absolutely. So you reckon he's a better player now than he was at the Roosters? Different player. Different position, playing in the centres at the Roosters. Um, older now, far more mature, showing his maturity as well as, uh, with the South Sydney and playing at that fullback, that really important position. He's settled down But more. he can play 5 yeah. eight centre. He's a little yeah. bit like G.I. He can play 5 eight centre, fullback, and have the same influence. Has he, has he been successful? Yeah, he, it has been because of the influence he has on the game when he's not playing. When he's not playing, they're a different side. Okay. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What do you think? The big failures and the big wins when signing those big million dollar contracts. Uh, have you got any more examples for us too? We've got a special caller on the line. He's been waiting patiently on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Glenn, how are you? Glenn, hello. He's he's not there. Okay, we got Michael here. Did he did say Cooper Cronk? To the Roosters. There you go. Um, another one. What about Corey Norman to the Dragons? Ending in 027, that phone number. Yeah, that's a good one. Corey Norman never really lived up to the to the hype and expectation that uh, when he first came into first grade at a young age, he, he never fulfilled, I think, what a lot of people expect, especially a lot of the, the experts that saw him play as a, a very young player. He, he never reached the heights. He, you know, he, he played for Queensland, which means he's going okay. But in his position, he never completely dominated a game for large periods of time. Mark says any player who has signed with the West Tigers, including the coaches, has been a bust. That's tough. Well, it has that. He's had that little bit of Adam Dewey stench about it for you know for a a few years now. The West Tigers, and I hope they're able to get themselves out of it this year. They've got some really good signings, so that's going to be a a question you could ask in twelve months' time. Api Karoi, Sao Isaiah Papali'i. I've got one for you. Uh, James Tedesco at the Roosters. <laughs> Did that work out well? Yeah, it went okay, oh, didn't it? Geez, they've let some good players go, the West Tigers, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They've let some beauties go. Hey, we're talking about what bowlers, what fast bowlers you wouldn't want to face. Craig for Maitland wouldn't want to face Brett Lee in 99, taking your life into your own hands uh, against him. Uh, we had another one come through as well. Wouldn't like to face Kirtley Ambrose, especially if he was wearing the white sweatbands on his wrist. That's Belmont from Clarence. It's interesting when we're talking to Ian Bishop last week and and he nominated Kirtley Ambrose. On top of all those great bowlers that they've had, you know, Colin Croft and and um, and Courtney Walsh and Malcolm Marshall and Michael Holding, uh, Andy Robertson Co. Um, he said Kirtley Ambrose because he was the one that was most consistent at hitting the same mark every time, and that's frightening. Yeah, Steve Waugh wasn't scared of him, was he? <laughs> um, my Christmas message to Glenn and Adrian. We can't repeat that, Rooster Muzz. And speaking of the devil, uh, we'll try again this time. Glenn, are you there? 
I'm here, Justin. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Very good, thank you. Are you joining us for our uh, Christmas I special? I am. I am, mate. Although I mightn't be. Why? But can I just start with big signings that haven't worked, Justin? Is that okay? Go yeah. for it. Go for it. Whatever they're paying you for your cricket input, mate, that hasn't worked. Yep, I agree. And what's ridiculous mm-hmm. was Adrian's earlier call this afternoon to the Graham Hughes show. Yeah. Went half an hour and made absolutely no sense. I believe that. So if he's on the Christmas show, I may pull out. <laughs> no, no, you need oh, to we've make... Got, no, we've got you, a mutiny already. Yeah. The, the, the whack Possibly. pack is fighting amongst each other already. <laughs> now, listen, uh, we need a definitive yeah. answer now, right? Because we're, we're just chasing rating success here. Are you on the Christmas yeah. special? Adrian's going to be there. I need an answer from you now. Will you be on there or not? We need an answer today because we'll just replace you with someone else. Rooster Muzzle, come no. on. For, for your ratings, I'll definitely be there. Okay. See, I knew you were you know what? Do you know when your Christmas special will be? Because I'm actually going up to my brother's place in Marurundi. Right, okay. We'll, work out, we'll work out these fighter details off the air, okay? Yeah. All right. All right, You done. just let me know, mate, and I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> I'll get Jack the text you. See you later. <laughs> What, what is this? Uh, what about um, talking about the Jack's question around could you get a one run off Binger Lee in easy, his day? Easy. And Craig from Maitland said Binger in 1999, like you said earlier on. Um, I said, yeah, you'd be able to get one run, hit and swing, and just see what happens. Malcolm Marshall played Sydney grade cricket back in the day. Imagine facing him on a wet wicket as an amateur. Oh. On a Saturday morning, Brett from Kingsgrove. Yeah, that would be frightening, wouldn't it? Just the aura of him, the simple aura. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Mikko sent us a text too about great signings, right? Mm-hmm. Versus bad signings. Glenn Lazarus, oh. where are they signed? That's, that's a ding, ding, ding. So he came one. through as a young front rower. I think he's from Queanbeyan and, of course, won back-to-back grand finals with Canberra. Signs with Brisbane, first premiership for Canberra, first premiership for Brisbane, back-to-back, 92-93. Goes to Melbourne. Second year, they win their first premiership in 1999. He's a captain. Yeah. That's, a, that's why I think when the Immortals are next raised, I think Glenn Lazarus is the next Immortal. Yeah, really? Yeah, I, I still think we should have a modern-day Immortal and a past player Immortal because there have been so many great players, Sats. Yeah, we keep talking about that, and, and Badge says it quite often about it. You know, there's some players that may have – miss their window of opportunity. I don't think you ever close the window. It should be reopened. Yeah. I know there's I know there's a thirst to have Thurston possibly cry. So I think Ken Irvine should be an immortal. There you go. Yeah, 212 tries in his first grade career and people are still trying to chase it. It'll be it'll be cut down by the way. Mm. Johnson will get him. Well, he looks he like will. He's, he the looks way like he's, he's going. On. Looks like he's on track. But, okay, but how do you go back, Sats? Have a listen to this. How do you go back when you've got Thurston, you've got um, Cam Smith, mm-hmm. you who else you got? Yeah, Billy we, Slater. How, you got all these blokes. Yeah, but, but we're so emotional about the players that have oh, only just that. retired in the I last five that. or six years. So why don't we have a modern-day player and a golden oldie? So I don't think we need to have a modern-day player. Why not? Well, we're, we're doing it to appease the the current crop of supporters when we've had a lot of supporters that are sitting back and going, what about Ken Irvine? And what about um, Tommy Rodonigas? Or what about you? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, we, we, we don't want to appease just one, one market. Well, I hope we're still sitting here in 20 years time doing this show together, Sats, and we're arguing about this. Mm. 
you're not excited about that. We're going to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Keep your texts and calls coming through. one 1170 is our number or 0457-736-736. Get to a break. Thanks to the seven-seat Kia Sorento Large SUV. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, welcome back to the show. You are right there, buddy? You're struggling with your headphones over there. Uh, welcome back to it. Sats and Jace here for your um, for your Wednesday night. Yeah, it's Wednesday already for expert car service. Book into your local Repco authorised service centre. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be someone's got to be accountable for this. All right, uh, get you. That's ridiculous. Through to us. So four five seven seven three six seven three six. We're taking them all night. What We've got, got a that's ridiculous here from someone who says, "What's ridiculous is that you get paid to do this to." To do your job. Well, that's not. Who says I get paid? Mm. That's not. not who wrote that? I can't remember. I'm looking for it on our text line. I'll find it a little bit later. Uh, I have got a. for you. <laughs> Come back one year. Uber has been fined $21 million by the federal court after admitting admitting it misled customers about fare estimates and trip cancellation Come fees. Come on, that's ridiculous. Why is that ridiculous? Is that not enough? Or are you. Or are you that's a lot of money. Not for Uber. That's a drop in the ocean, mate. Did you ever hear that story about Lance Armstrong? Invested in... Can we talk about this on air? Yeah, he invested in this thing that his mate said, oh, it's just this ride-sharing company. So he invested uh, in, yeah, a fair bit of money. And then I think it's worth now... I think his share's now worth something like 90 or $100 million. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. So, yeah, $21 million. To me, that's ridiculous. I mean, sounds ridiculous. Not ridiculous that they got fined that much. It's a ridiculous amount of money. But wonder if they actually made more than that by by misleading customers. Have they misled customers? Yeah. Well, that's what you just said. Yeah. Well, I'm, obviously they've admitted to it, so obviously they have. Yeah. Have they misled you? Uh no. But I'm. I've I've been stung by the surge a few times, like we all have. The surge. That's the word I was looking for earlier. The surge. Right? The surge. Uh, something costs like twelve bucks and ends up costing ninety, and you've. <laughs> You've had a couple too many you don't realise till you see that email come through the next I'll day. I'll tell you, here's another that's ridiculous. Right. So, you know, I was in New Zealand last week. Of course, I was in New Zealand, in Queenstown. Oh, did you go to New Zealand? Yeah, I was in Queenstown. <laughs> um, anyway, my wife and I caught a cab. Come on, that's ridiculous. My wife and I caught a cab nine kilometres from the hotel into town. Nine yep. kilometres. $52. Come on, that's ridiculous. No, I bet you got a receipt for it too and you've claimed it. No. Oh, bull. No. Beck did. Mm. Hey, what, you know what's ridiculous? Yeah. Me ordering stuff for myself online and then it turning it up home, mm. me not being able to find it because it's been wrapped up and put under the Christmas tree for me. Come on, that's ridiculous. Hang on. So you've ordered something. Like a, let's bought a new phone on the weekend. Yep. And I got myself a new phone cover and a, one of those screen protectors. And so that arrives in the mail. I get, a, I get a thing going, it's been delivered. I go, terrific. I'll go home and sort that out today. Can't find it for three days. So they wrap it. So they wrap it and put it under the tree. To Dad. That's how much your kids think about you. Dad sorted. They're re-gifting your gift. It's not fair, is it? <laughs> That's funny. Got one more? Uh, dolphins sleep with one eye open. 
Come on, that's I should ridiculous. call you dolphins. Because yeah, what's well, what we're twins. They're no, evil. no, hey, hey, hey. And hey. so you should sleep with one eye open. Amani's all right. Yeah, dolphins that. sleep with one eye open because of the predators that are always around them. Yeah. I don't trust dolphins. I reckon they're dodgy. <laughs> I do. They're all, oh, look at us, we're cute, all this sort of stuff. If they had the chance to rip your leg off, they would. There's, I don't think there's been any cases where a dolphin has ripped someone's leg off. I don't trust them. Mm. Honestly, they're, they're, they're too nice. You don't trust anything that is too what, – what now, Jack? What have you run in for? Well, no, I just thought of it that's ridiculous off your, off your dolphin one. Yeah. Is this all right? Uh, whales sleep vertically. What? Yeah. Come on, that's ridiculous. Google it right now. They'd sink. No, so literally, if you see these pictures of there's people like that swim uh, alongside them when they're asleep, but they yep. sleep vertically. I mean, when you think about how do they sleep, like how does a whale do anything? But instead every of like whale, that, like, like that, the blue whale, the sperm whale, like do they all sleep? I, I haven't asked every whale, but I know that. Wow, definitely, yeah. If you and it's actually a really creepy picture when you look at it because it seems like they're just hovering. Mm. They're like a giant waterbed, wouldn't it? Sleeping in the ocean. <laughs> I've got another that's ridiculous. Okay, go for it. Thanks, Jack, for interrupting our chat about dolphins and how dodgy they are. Yep. Nathan Lyon, yeah. who will go down as one of our great test bowlers of all time, he is set to become Adelaide Oval's most successful bowler in 140 years of test cricket. Come on, that's ridiculous. Out of all what? the tests that have been played at Adelaide Oval, are he you? is set to become the most successful. He's even with Shane Warne on 56 wickets Of all bowlers? Every bowler in 140 years of Test cricket. Sorry, how many does he need? One. He's equal with Shane Warne. It's amazing, isn't it? And you consider the amount of times that Warney came on in the last session and Just cleaned, cleaned up, people up at the Adelaide Oval. Oh, so so you're saying that he only cleaned up the tail enders? No, no, Is that no, what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that okay. at all. Jeez. Now, Fitzy says, are you talking about Wayne Bennett, the Dolphins? <laughs> and Hello? the Dubbo King says Dolphins can be aggressive. Since when? I've never are, seen it. Mate, don't trust them. Mm. You've all, they've sucked you in. One day they're going to turn on everyone. Uh, Rooster Muzz has They hunt in, in packs. What's a group of dolphins called? There's it's a pot of whales. Gang. A school of fish. I don't know. Mm. Um, failed transfers. Woogie yep. and Sats. SEN's very own Bears Head. 2002 Premiers. With the Roosters, 2003 Wooden Spoon with the Rabbits. I did mention that earlier. Yeah, you did. I, want, I don't know how many times that's happened. How many times has that happened? Premiership team to a Wooden Spoon team. If that's you know. A good one. Our listeners will know. 0457 736 736. Potter Dolphins, apparently. It is a pot of, it is The it, pot of dolphins. Again, don't trust them. Mm. Right, got to go to break. This is uh, Sports Day. If you've got a That's Ridiculous for us, keep them coming through. Thanks to Repco Authorised Service Centre for expert car service. Book into your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. And just another text, uh, Nick from Newcastle. Great signings that worked out well for good money. Ben Kennedy to the Knights. Oh, yeah. Won a comp at Newcastle. Went to Manly. Guess what they did then? Yeah. Won comps. Righty up. Get to a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll look at uh, last night's uh, oh, football results in the World Cup. Get to that next. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. 
This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to the show. We're going to talk some World Cup soccer in just a moment. Stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Text from GC Dragon. Steve, I bought a new Weber charcoal barbecue. Will you come home ready to fire it up and guess where, where it is? Under the Christmas tree with a tag to dad from the kids. That's so, not cool. So I'm not the only one it's happening That's to. That's not cool. Is this going on? Is this something that's happening in a lot of households? There's a lot of cheap kids out there. Yeah. Mm. That's not nice. Should have been a Ziggy. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, that's the first thing. Good work. I love love your work there, Jack. Yeah, nice. Use. It's like, uh, what's his name? Um, Dickie Knee? No, Danger. Oh. Every time he throws in the rep. Oh, I took the car in for a Repco service today. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, Steve from Dubbo, the reason he doesn't call in, he says, uh, my voice drives women crazy, Woogs. I fear you'll develop a man crush if I called. Mm. No, I don't think so. Hey, World Cup. World Cup. And then we've got a text here from Sporty Gav. Uh, hi, J- Sats and Jason. Jason. Big shock this morning when Morocco beat Spain in the knockout stage of the FIFA World Cup, and they did that, didn't they? It was uh, nil all after regular time, then 3 nil in the penalty shootout. Uh, he's got a question for you here. Giant killers, Morocco, Jack, how far can these African nation, this African nation go? Well, look, they've obviously, they've shocked each and every step. Like, they just keep going forward and going forward. They're Have they got a lot of players that play in major leagues around the around the world? Or? Oh, yeah. Like, they're, they're, like uh, not to my knowledge a lot in the Premier League, but you've definitely got a few French, a few Italian uh, top leagues there. And, yeah, they're just playing a really uh, attractive style of football. They're very aggressive they're very in your face. And obviously we've just seen the the rise of uh, African nations do really well over the last couple of years. And it'll only get better. I mean, we've got uh, more teams playing in the next World Cup. It's mm-hmm. expanding up to 48. So we'll have uh, a few more nations. And like we saw Egypt have a really good team. Like the actual Af- African qualifiers to get into the World Cup were really, really intense and good. So, yeah, let's let's just keep hoping. Uh, I mean, they, they do have uh, a tough draw. They're going to be playing Portugal uh, on Sunday morning. So look, they can pull upsets and yep. Portugal have had, I'd say an easier ish run. So yeah, you never in, know in world cups. Like we see it in rugby league quite a bit mm. rugby union. We see it quite a bit in the football world cup. Is there usually most every four years? Is there a team that jumps out of the box and just shocks everybody? Yeah, no, I'd say that's fair. I'd always say there's always something you write about. Fair to say Australia in 2006? Australia in 2006 was was definitely one. I mean, no one was expecting that to happen. I mean, uh, even Colombia, I know a few years ago when James Rodriguez had that massive breakout World Cup and it was like, who is this person? Like, that can happen. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, everyone's going to be talking about Morocco. This is their World Cup, even if they don't win. And the other game last night, of course, was very one-sided, wasn't it? Uh, Portugal, yeah, yeah. Portugal smashed. 6-1. 6-1. 6-1, yeah, um, easy. Light work for him. With, um, what's his name on the bench? Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Yeah, came on for about the last 10 minutes, didn't he? Yeah. Miko says, that's ridiculous. Diesel is 50 cents dearer than unleaded. Come on, that's ridiculous. Well, what about the price of petrol at the moment? Come on, that's ridiculous. Not that I have to worry about that, but anyway, we'll move on from that. Hey, listen, uh, keep your texts and calls coming through. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh, or 0457-736-736. This is Sports Day. The seven-seat Kia Sorento Large SUV. Dougie Bollinger joins us after the break as we preview the second test in Adelaide tomorrow. This is Sports Day.
Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome to it. It's hour two of Sports Day with Sats and Jace here. Uh, hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, the SCN Network, uh, and anywhere else. You may be listening through the app, the SCN app, or you could be listening to the podcast. The show does get better. If you're listening to the podcast, just so hang in there. Peter, who is Glenn's next-door neighbour, who is now an avid listener, if you're listening for the first time, Peter, yep. it gets better. Yeah, that, that was a warm-up hour. Hmm. We're going to have Dougie Bollinger, former Australian and New South Wales great. Uh, he'll be joining us as we preview the second test tomorrow at the Adelaide Oval, the pink ball test. Uh, of course, the big news comes out, bowling in Steve Smith's skipper. I wonder who the vice captain is. Josh Hazelwood. You would think so, right? Yeah, I think he would be. And he captained Australia during the one-day series when Cummins was out as well. Jeez, I don't know how this fast bowler is skipper particularly for test matches, how's that, how that's going to play out long-term with Cummins. Mm. So we're going to have to have Smithy around that team or get us a strong vice-captain when Smithy finally retires to, to take over because Cummins will be he, – he will be at risk of getting injuries, right? Like well, he did yeah. in that first test Workload. at Perth. And it's probably a big reason why we haven't had a, an Australian test captain for many, many years as a bowler. Yeah, that's right. Because of the workload. You, you watch him, actually, and there's a – not only – probably fair to say that during the 50-over the format, or was it the T20 where he really – it was T20 in the World Cup, wasn't he? He really struggled. And, you know, was that the extra workload of, of taking on the captaincy role as well? Mm. You can't worry about your own game. That's – yeah. Yeah, we, we've done that's ridiculous. But if you've still got one, 0457 736 736. Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds. Great initiative. Uh, adopt a Greyhound. That's happening. Plus, he's got some tips for Wenty Park – uh, tonight and of course on our text machine or you can call us one three hundred oh one eleven seventy great expensive signings that have done really well and also the bad ones. Can I throw a couple of non rugby league ones? I've got a couple of non rugby league ones. Okay, well, well do you want to go? go you sure. Go. Yep. Go well, Warwick Kappa to the Bears from the Swans to the Brisbane Bears. Yeah, wasn't that good? From a PR point of view, outstanding. But yeah, didn't really. Reached the heights again, did he? Carmichael Hunt to the Suns. Kicked a goal. One. He was a good athlete, Carmichael. But failed. Yeah, it's fair to say. Who else failed? The Giants. Israel Folau. Israel Folau. Many believe in AF many I've spoken to many people in AFL who believe that, that Israel Folau would have would have ended up being a really good AFL player if he if he stayed. Mm. Did they th- they thought he had the motor, he had the height, he had the kick, he was he was athletic. I may be wrong. But, what do you uh, got? Lottie Takiri and Matt Rogers, Wendell Saylor. Oh, to the Wallabies. So they were 15, 14, sorry, 15, 11 and 14 in the World Cup final against England in 2003. Yeah, that, that's a pretty good example. Yeah. Well, what about, what about then Matt Rogers to the Titans coming back from rugby? Outstanding he was. Scott Prince. Oh, these are a few you've been involved with. Scott Prince from the West Tigers to the Titans. Mm. Yeah, outstanding. And then your little mate at fullback. 
Uh, Luke, there was uh, Preston Campbell, Luke Bailey. Um, yeah, well, Luke Bailey, Bull, doesn't get the credit he deserves as a, as a great front row. Went from St George to that first Titans team. Yeah, you know, when we first started putting together the playing group of, of the Gold Coast Titans that first year, we, our initial signings were all based around people who had kids. Yeah, wow, family club. Well, just no responsibilities. You're yeah. playing for another reason other than yourself. And it worked out really well. Can I say about Matty Rogers, talk about signings, he was like another coach on the field. He was outstanding, outstanding acquisition. And, you know, he, he signed at the Gold Coast Titans at a really bad time of his life. You know, he's, mm. his great father only passed not long before and and he thought he was going to fill a hole. By, and he, he struggled emotionally, but in saying that, you wouldn't have told because he was just the thorough professional he was. We, so we've had a lot of really good signings. We, we quite often talk off the air about, geez, which I, I, I strongly believe if a team doesn't have a good – I mean, it's not rocket science, but – if a team doesn't have a good spine, you don't think they're going to make the eight. But more so, if you, if if you're struggling to name a halves combo mm. at a rugby league club in pre-season, uh, and, and we're doing that now with the Titans. We're not sure who's going to be six and seven. We know Foran's there, and uh, we don't know where AJ Brimson – I mean, AJ Brimson should be at fullback. But you're kind of going, oh, we don't know who the six and seven are. And then you go back to that first season of the Titans, Prince Rogers. Holy moly. Wouldn't mm. you like that again if you're a Titans fan? Yeah, Preston Campbell. Oh. Uh, Nathan Friend is a hooker. Now, some of the the great signings, great transfers or transfers that didn't go the way that uh, the, the club thought. And we're watching a game at the moment, 1991 Bears at, at North Sydney Oval up against the Western Suburbs Magpies and 702 phone number. Mario Fennick to the Bears, one of the all-time great signings. Bring back the Bears. Yeah, they end up going through and just missing out in a grand final a couple of of couple of times. The North Sydney Bears when Mario went over, they were a great club without a lot of success. Um, enjoy the show, boys. This is from Stimo. What about Jimmy Maloney, Andrew Fafita, Luke Lewis? More recently, Nico Hines. But Let, let's go back to James Maloney. Every club he went to ended up winning a premiership, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, when he played State of Origin. New South Wales won. New South Wales would be in the game, would win the game. But How did he go in France in the Super League? Not sure. They win? No, they did They they did win, didn't they? No, they didn't win. The, the, I don't think they, they made won. the final. Yeah, but he is – a lot of people tell you that Jimmy Maloney was a short-term short player because you get sick of after, <laughs> after a little bit too long, he just got a little bit long in the tooth and, um, and he had to move on. But – just a born winner. So was Luke Lewis. He was just a he was a born competitor, just a born winner. Here's one for you. JT from the Bulldogs to the Cowboys winning the grand final, making the grand final, then finally winning 2015. Uh, Jonathan Thurston. Well, he was at the Cowboys, of course, like just said, won in 2004. But he was behind Brent Sherwin. Now, Brent Sherwin was one of the first rugby league players to sign a five-year contract. Everyone thought, this is insane. Five years. And because of that, they had no place for... For Jono, and then he goes and signs, you know, the biggest deal of his life at, at 20 years old, 21 years of age, to go to the Cowboys. They play in the grand final in 2004, get 2005, and got beaten by the West Tigers. Couple of fails for you. Mm. One of them, a friend of the show, good mate of yours, Fatty Vorton at the Roosters. Big money in the early 90s did nothing. That's from Bondi Bootlegger. Yeah, he's at the end of his career, and he's a little bit like Kieran Foran, Fatty. He was just a He's a manly boy, mm. and he's at the end of his career, and and he admits he didn't enjoy his time at the Roosters as well. What about another one? Josh Reynolds to the Tigers on big money didn't work. Scott from Quakers Hill. Yeah, yeah. Again, 
you know, a, a real proud bulldog man and has gone back to the bulldogs actually on a train and trial from I'm led to believe. Um, so yeah, some players are just meant for some clubs. They just, they feel right. They're just part of the wallpaper. Um, yeah, so there's been a lot of really good nominations. Uh, Evening Gents, the Big G says, on players going from Premiers to the Wooden Spoon. Bears head from the Roosters to the, to the Bunnies, 0203. Yeah, didn't we do that? Yeah. He's saying Appy Corris our ne- next season with the West Tigers. Oh. Come on. You can't do Gee, that. you can't say that. <laughs> Rightio, time for this. <laughs> Dougie. Dougie, Dougie, Dougie. <laughs> His best figures in Test Match cricket. And Dougie, Dougie, Dougie uh, is joining us now at Sports Day. How are you, Doug, Doug Bollinger? How are we, fellas? What's happening? Hey, can, oh, I, can we ask you, based on our topic tonight, some of the great signings in sport yep. that have worked out on big money? What's someone in the BBL? As we're on the cusp of BBL again. What, Bollinger, what's some of the, Bollinger the was pretty good. Bollinger was all right. <laughs> I'll give you one. For, um, can I give you one for this year, boys? Yep. Shane Billings. Tell me. Shane Billings to the Heat. Sam Billings. Sam even? Billings, sorry, Sam Billings oh, to the heat. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel? No, and he's got his friend hey, Shane. Am I talking on a? Am I talking on a sports <laughs> radio <laughs> channel or? Right on, mate. Right on. There um, are I reckon Dwayne Bravo was pretty good. Yes. Mm. He was pretty good. I, I thought he well. Uh, he done well. Mate, there's been a lot of signings. Shane Warne, he was a pretty good player, wasn't he? Did Brendan McCullum? Did yeah, both he and Chris Lynn. Did they reach the heights that the Heat should have reached? Probably not. No. Nah. Mm. I wonder uh, how Lynn... That's okay. Like, that's what you do. You could say um, young Vince for the Sixers. He, you know, he's done very, very well for the Sixers. Um, oh, I don't know what money they're on, but they they done really well because they just kept it simple. Yeah. Hey, Dougie, what can we expect from Linny in Adelaide this year? I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully some good Sixers. He's playing on a pretty good wicket, so um, I'm, sure he'll, I'm sure he'll be wanting to get back some form with the BBL and... 2020 cricket and try and stay fit for a whole series. So I'm pretty sure he'd be frustrated with past seasons gone by, mate. With those big veneer teeth that he's got now. <laughs> As well, getting an apple through a picket fence, he could. Now, uh, this test match, second test match against the West Indies, I was, I was really proud of the West Indies, the way they tried to fight back in, in day five, uh, Dougie. But the day-night test match in Adelaide, can you educate myself and the listeners, what's the difference between the red ball and the pink ball? Is there much different at all? No, not much, mate. Um, I think that goes by the, the the depends on the length of the grass on the wicket. I think they put it like six or eight mil, which is the handy. But I'm, you know, I was one of those guys that was pretty sceptical on the day night test, but I'm all for it now. I think it's I think it's wonderful. It's and especially large test in Pen, uh, in Perth. You know, it doesn't start till two twenty two thirty in the Arvo. I think it's great. You get home from work and you sit down and relax and just and just watch it. I think it's great. But I don't think much is. Completely different with the pink ball. It's just um, the length on the, on the grass on the wicket, fellas. Is is Test cricket dying? I'm seeing lots of experts coming out saying we're playing too much cricket. Test cricket is being the victim of and ODIs of the the, the phenomenon that yep. is T20 cricket. Is it dying? Because I, I I tell you what, I know we in this studio would rather watch Test cricket over any other sort of cricket. Yeah, it's funny. Eh? They've been they've been saying that for years now, haven't they? And, and it's quite frustrating. But I don't think I don't think it's dying, mate. Like Australia won a really good Test match last Test match in Perth. I think the West Indies just, uh, if you guys understand it, you know, they just got their lengths a bit too short and too full. 
um, and, and Manus and, and Davey and all the at Stephen Smith, they just pounced on it, guys, um, as you probably saw. Mm. Um, so, and it's pretty hard to, you know, to start your test series in, in Perth as well, but no, I don't think it's. I don't think it's dying, mate. We've got a, we've got an Ashes coming up next year in England, which is always exciting. Um, I think SCN should take us over there, and we should do a live road broadcast over there. What do you yeah, reckon? I, re- I reckon. Good luck with that. You lead with that, would you, Dougie, for us all? Hey, I'm just thinking about going back to that Test match <laughs> that finished a couple of days ago between England and Pakistan. How do yep. we get more test matches like that? How do we? I know we can't always go down to the last ten minutes of a test match, but geez, it was good aggressive yep. cricket from both sides, wasn't it? Absolutely, mate, and that's and that's what we grew up watching. It does, and we used to say that, and they still say it now. Like it doesn't matter if it's to the last over, the last hour, the last session. You got to keep going, and it it made for a wonderful test match because I think early on they were just smashing the wicket and too many runs and this and that, and mm. one, you know, uh, root batted left-handed and that, but it came down to the last over the last ball, and, you know, that's what you want to see. That's what happened, what was it, two years ago when India played Australia at the Gabba? Mm. You know, everyone thought that was one of the best test matches ever. So um, that, that's what you want to see, and that's what test match is. That's why it's called test cricket. Yeah. Now, just back on the Australian side and Pat Cummins, uh, when he went back on the field with what was, you know, he, he was in discomfort with that, that quad injury, and... And a lot of the, the commentators, Dougie, were saying, I don't know why he's, why he's out there. Why is he out there? He can't run. He can't stretch out. Do you think there was more to that from a Pat Cummins point of view? Do you think he wanted to try and prove to a lot of Australian cricketing fans that he's willing to go through the pain barrier to, to represent his country? Because there are a lot of sports fans, and we've had a lot of listeners that believe that the reason why they don't want to watch cricket is because of some of the wokeism from from Pat Cummins, do you think that was more of a message from Pat to go back out? Absolutely. That, I think to me that just smell, uh, smells that spells um, born leader. Um, I just think you know he could have easily went, "Yep, Smithy, you be captain. You guys, you'll be right, going off the field." But that just shows a born leader, a tough kid from the west, western Sydney, and I think that just shows like same as you guys playing footy back in the day. You know, a couple of guys obviously got hit, but they stayed on there to show you know, that you're in it together. Um, and I, I think that shows a true leader. Um, you go back to, you know, Alan Border facing the West Indies with no grill on his helmet. You know, hmm. he, he stuck it out there. Um, see Steve Wall getting 100 with a torn hamstring. Um, hmm. That's what you want your captain to do. That's how you get your brothers and 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 your team behind you. Um, I, I think it's very honourable. And you know what, if he's going to hurt himself properly to miss a test match, I'd, I'd, I'd be playing under him any time. Yeah, well said. Well said. He, you know, he... He won me back a little bit when I saw that the other day as well. Now, talk about true battlers. Nathan Lyon needs one wicket to be the, the greatest test bowler in 140 years of test cricket, the Adelaide Oval. He's equal with Shane Warne at the moment. In 20 years' time, yep. Dougie, will we be sitting back and talking about Nathan Lyon as one of our great test bowlers, much like we do with you know, Lily, Thompson, McGrath, Warne and co? Yeah, you'd, you'd hope so, and you know what, he's got one more wicket, but he'd still be saying to himself, I'm going to get dropped. Oh, there's no doubt I'm getting dropped. No, he'd be the most <laughs> nervous bloke in the world. And, and good luck to him. And from where from where he started back in 2020, cricket playing for South Australia back in the day, to where he is now, it's an unbelievable feat for a, a ripping bloke as well. Um, yeah, but, and, and good on him. He's worked hard. He's he's had the ups and downs. And he's had, he's had to go the long way around it, if you mean being a spinner. But he, he's shown everyone what he can do. And he's a match winner. And... And I wish him all the best with it. 
Hey, um, good to see Smithy uh, taking over as captain uh, tomorrow. He did it, I think it was at Adelaide Oval last year in the corresponding test match because uh, Cummins had COVID. It was all the year before and he had to fly home. Uh, you're all for that, are you, Dougie? And what are your thoughts on, on, on Dave Warner and this leadership, you know, debacle? Why can't Dave Warner go back and take on a leadership role? Hasn't he served his time? Oh, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I think he's served his time. But I just think with the way Smithy's batting and playing, not saving so Dave, he's not doing well. I think he'd be a wonderful captain. I think it's just an easy transition. You know, Smithy's been a captain in the past. Um, I think he just moves into that very, very well. And, yeah, I think Smithy would be a great captain. But I think just going forward, probably for a test or two, it's just an easy pathway for Smithy to get in there, do it again, even though, you know, it's, things have happened and I don't know about you blokes, but I'm over hearing about all that rubbish yeah, that happened years yeah. ago, you know? We'll stop asking. Um, and, you know, one of those things, but let's go another side. Who are your favourite players to play with and against guys back in the day? Oh, I was a, I was a massive Craig Gow fan. I just, I just knew when you looked really? across the dressing shed, he was a guy, he was, he would he played with the most amount of injury I've ever seen one human being play play with. Just constant needles. Did you get much of Steve Carter at the end or not really? No, yeah, I played with Steve Carter. I played three years with, with Scarter. He was a great player. He was he used to get under the he grill. Like a, it, was he like just hard and tough and just would try and tackle everything? Because that's what I saw on the TV. He used to get under the grill of some of the real big players and take their mind off mm-hmm. the game. He used to somehow be able to get a penalty out of them. He'd... He'd frustrate them. And I'll tell you what, if Steve Carter walked up to you on the field and said, I want to fight you, you'd fight him every day of the week. If he said, I want to fight you in the car park. Really? No way in the world. He'd gouge you. He'd bite you. He'd <laughs> kick you. He'd, he'd hit you with a 4B2. Oh, God, he was tough. And he's a great we player as well. Group again, yeah. Especially back out in Panthers back in those days. It would have been unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, Dougie, before we let you go, a lot of our listeners tonight are weighing in on, on, a, on a question we just threw out there, which... Australian fast bowler, yep. or any fast bowler in the world of cricket, I should say, that you would have hated to face. Now, apart from yourself, uh, Bing Lee's getting quite a few mentions. We mentioned Jeff Thompson. Malcolm Marshall. Yeah, any West Indian bowler. Was there someone that, you know, like, had you on the back foot? Uh, that I watched or played against. Oh, uh, either Sean or, Sean Tate mate. was pretty hard. Yep. Either or. Sean Tate, um, we played a one-day game in Adelaide and he had no idea where they were going. Um, he, we played a one-day final in Adelaide. He got seven for 40 and he bowled 20 wides. Um, I, I, ne- I never... <laughs> and uh, Dale Stain, I think, um, mm. would have been really fun to, if I was a batter. Uh, but I reckon if you go back in the day, if you look over in England, um, I, I don't know what chess matches they were, Wacker Eunice. Yeah. When they were... When they were swinging the ball and reversing the ball, um, he bowled some terrifying spells and balls. I, I really, with these really slingy action, I reckon he would have been horrible. Yeah, rightio. We'll keep your text coming through on that 0457 736 736. Big Bash starts next Tuesday. Dougie will be commentating again this year for Big Bash Nation next Friday. You've got the Sydney Thunder versus the Adelaide Strikers. You'll get first uh, crack at uh, Linney. Yeah, it'll be good fun. Um, it's good to see the BBL back. I hope the crowds. Um, I hope the crowds come in this year because it's been a bit quiet the past couple of years under certain circumstances. But it'll be good fun. Um, I'm glad Scott Boland's been picked for this Test match, and How good's you know, that? I'm going to really, really thank my awesome 
um, commentating this year, and I can't wait to see you at the boathouse soon, Sats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to have a beer there. All right, Dougie. Dougie and I. Thank you, mate. We appreciate your time I on Sports talk, Day. I, guys all night. I, I could talk to you guys all night. <laughs> well, you just like, t- you stick on the phone yeah. if you like, mate, just, uh, and we'll just throw to you well, every my wife, now and then. Well, my wife, said, my wife said to me, I want to go for a beer and a bit of a bet. She goes, go to this pub. There's a yacht inside it. And I'm like, you're an idiot. No way. There's no way there's a pub with a yacht in it. And I walked there from Dreamworld, and guess what? There was a yacht in it. No, yep. it's my favourite pub ever. You walked from Dreamworld. Oh, it's not that too far, is nah. it? No, no. Rightio, no, mate. I, I can walk. I'm, yeah. <laughs> we'd be we'd be uh, we'd be happy to do a pub tour of the Goldie for you, mate. Next time you're out, Dougie Dougie Bollinger. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Yeah, you too. There he is. Good for a chat. He's Dougie. got such an infectious personality. Dougie Bollinger? Yeah, he certainly does. Jeez, mm. uh, we've got a lot of texts coming through. Cricket outrage. <laughs> this is the title of this one. Belmont from Clarence. Hi, boys. I agree that your show is the equivalent of a caramel mud cake. I think we said chocolate, didn't no, we? No, I said caramel. Oh, caramel, mm. yeah. It's nice. Any more than a small amount of it makes you crook in the guts. Well, that's not nice. That's not nice. The current outrage around the Australian cricket team qualifies for that uh, ridiculous People getting upset about Pat Cummins wanting to make a stand against climate change or someone taking a knee. Who cares? At least they're expressing themselves. How about we celebrate the fact that they got 800 runs and lost six wickets and the performance by Marnus and Nathan Lyon. Well done, I reckon. Come on, that's ridiculous. Well done, mate. Yeah, good text. Yep. It's good to see both sides of the story, right? I, I've, When I saw Pat Cummins go back out in the field and he couldn't run trying to field a ball, you know, it... I thought there was more to it. I just felt as though that there was a bigger message in that. And I've got to say, I took my hat off to him. I thought he didn't have to go back out and he wouldn't have made the injury any worse. Okay. He was never going to play on Thursday in the second test anyway. Uh, we talk about great signings or signings that haven't worked out. I, I don't want to say failed. I'm going to say signings didn't work out the way you would have liked them to. But Mick from Toowoomba, love Toowoomba. Any golfer that has signed with Live Golf. Yeah. Has been a good signing. They play bugger all tournaments and they earn a ton of cash. No matter how they finish, yep. the sign-on bonuses alone are just enough. All right, keep your texts coming through. 0457 736 736. Thanks to McDonald Jones Homes, the birthday sale on now. When we come back, more of your That's Ridiculous and a bit of a uh, sports update as well. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. With Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, welcome back to the show. 0457 736 736. Join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. Can I throw in a late? That's ridiculous. Yep. I know we've got a ton of text to get through. We can mm-hmm. do that. But there's this person, so-called expert in the US, who's put on Twitter, misgendering a pet can result in serious distress for your What's animal. What's misgendering? Like Not identifying the correct gender. So, yeah, so buying a cat, and yep. let's say it's a male. Well, I've, just got, I've got Covey, right? So you've got, you got a male cat and you call the male cat Misty. Yeah, or yeah, or no. You've got to let the cat. Oh, that's a stripper. Sorry. You, <laughs> you've got to let the cat. Yep. You've got to give the cat the opportunity to identify which sex it wants to be. What? Yeah, I, I know. Come on, that's ridiculous. And how to identify <laughs> what sex your cat is? 
Like, I know, I know it's a female because she hasn't got a doodle. <laughs> right? It's a female cat. Are you 12? <laughs> the word doodle. <laughs> That'll do me. What? Well, that's the That's ridiculous way. you use the word doodle. That's Come a, on, that's ridiculous. But if your cat's confused at home and you, you want to help it, yeah. um, pay attention to clues. Your pet will let you know he's, her, their uh, identity through things like body language. All my cat does is lick itself. <laughs> a toy preference. Well, that could be male or female. So. That's right. Toy preferences. She chases balls. What's that mean? Girl. Girl? Yep. And she well, kills lizards. Obviously. She kills lizards. Kills boy. lizards. Could be a boy. Yeah. And. Yeah. No Reaction silence. to gendered pet clothing. So do you. <laughs> so what am I going to do tomorrow? Am I going to get out like a pair of jeans or a pair of slacks? <laughs> I don't le- know. A leather jacket or a, uh, a nice little. Floral skirt. Like, yeah, nice summer mm. skirt. Yeah. And whichever one she goes to, is that what then she identifies as? Mm. God, there's some idiots in this world. Come on, that's ridiculous. Do I start making Max, the male cat who's 14, wear a frock? <laughs> Do I? <laughs> Do I give him a little pearl necklace? If he likes that, does he? If he goes towards that, what do I do? Anyway, what text have we got? I'm I'm out right. So we spoke about uh, at the top of the show some of the uh, you know the good signings that have worked out, some that may have not worked out the way you would have liked them to, and we've got the Warrabrook Warrior saying Kalen Ponga, yep, question mark to the Newcastle Knights, big money. They've made the finals, got to remember, but have also been you know, quite miserable. They were miserable last year, the Knights. Has he lived up to that? And of course, a, mil- oh, a, a million course dollar a million dollar play goes a lot more than winning games. It's also about bringing members into the, bring uh, people to the games, members, whatever it may be. So, okay, I'm going to say Kalen Ponga. He, the jury's out. I still think he will serve a, a really, really good purpose. So, if a dog starts humping your leg then only that can it be identified no. as a male. Surely this is a jab, no. Steve. If my cat a female a- dog can can hump, can't it? <laughs> if if my cat ignores me for three days if I've done if I come home late from the pub, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, a female. G- <laughs> yeah, good analysis. I like that. I like, that's probably a better analysis. Yeah, right I like there. that, yeah. 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 But right. if, if if you come home from the pub like just full of squirt. Yeah. And the dog's jumping over. That's their... That's a male. That's their version of high five. Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If the cat has written a note saying, you're on the couch, meow, <laughs> then you know it's a female. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Gav says, hi, guys. A few seasons ago, Formouth Penrith Panthers players Tyrone Peachy, Bryce Cartwright, signings at the Gold Coast. One good signing for the Titans was former Knights halfback Tyrone Roberts. Yeah, he was a good uh, player, yes, Tyrone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hey, do you want to talk to Jeremy from West Pennant Hills? Let's go for it. Uh, Jez, welcome to Sports Day. Hey, how are you guys? Very good, very good, very good mates. Uh, what very, can we... very deep voice. Are you the fugitive? <laughs> <laughs> you keep asking me that. I definitely am not, sir. Right um, mate, I just thought I'd ask, um, can you guys draw any comparisons to what Ricky Stewart's thinking about doing with... Uh, David Fafita with what they did with uh, Dave Taylor. 
Yeah, good point, Jeremy. Yeah, the word over the last yeah, week or so is that uh, David Feeder coming off the end of contract this this season, twenty twenty three season, and a and a um, both he and his girlfriend who plays NRLW for the Dragons could go there as a as a package. Yeah, yeah, same sort of player, isn't it? Big, powerful, quick. I think the, I think the good thing about David Fafita is he's still only what twenty two, twenty three. I, I I think we're still I think we still could possibly see something good from David Fafita consistently. Yeah, I'd like to see the best come out of him. That's for sure. I just, mate, I I really hope that he, you know he realises his potential and uh, you know uh, gets out there and uh, and really has a crack. What about Dave? Well, Dave Taylor, that's a, that's a good example, isn't it? Say, a yeah. player who's been signed and and has been given good money over the years that really hasn't sort of reached his potential. Be fair in saying that, Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I don't want to happen, really. Yeah, exactly. Mm. All right, Jeremy. Good stuff. Thanks for your call, Thanks, mate. Jez. Uh, Gavin from Rockdale on the line. G'day, Gav. Hello, Gavin. Are you there? I can hear him. We'll come back to come back to Gavin in just a moment. Uh, some more text there. Russell Packer to the Tigers, big money. Didn't yes. work. Adam Blair previously. Scott uh, from Quakers Hill. Yeah, Russell Packer was on really good money, wasn't he? And Adam Blair, he was very good for the Melbourne Storm. He was great. He was, he was good for the Broncos. They went through that grand final 2015. He, he had a really good season that year, Adam Blair. Um, but there's also a text here uh, in relation to a lot of those players at the West Tigers that – that have left the club. You you brought them up earlier, and they said, even though they left, would have they reached uh, the the outstanding heights they have if they stayed at the Tigers? Is another question. Yeah, good as well. Call. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, what about this for fail transfers? This was a, a great signing and also a fail. Ronaldo to Man uh, Man U was a huge success, but Ronaldo from Juventus uh, Juventus back to Man U recently fail. Mm. We know what's happened there now. He's gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brendan Favola to the Lions. Ben Barber to the Cowboys. Oh, yes. Doug the Rug, legends. Toronto Rod. Yeah, he's a legend, Dougie. He is. Uh, thank you very much for a lot of your, your signings um, input. Garrick Morgan. Signed with the South Queensland Crushers in 1995 season. Good First mate year. of yours. Really good guy and a great rugby union coach as well. I think we'll see him at, at Wallaby level one year as an assistant coach. Uh, but in saying that, yeah, he went for big money. I think from memory, and Garrick would be able to tell me this, from memory, I think in 1995, he signed for about $200,000, $220,000, big money before Super League. And at 1994, he was voted the best rugby forward in the world and made the switch to rugby league because his dad was a great rugby league player for Manly in the day, mm. John Pogo Morgan, and went back to rugby, Garrick. But, um, yeah, tremendous guy. Got a worse signing here from Gavin from Rockdale on the line. G'day, Gav. G'day, boys. How are we? We're good. Gav. good. We're good, mate. What do you got? I've um, I've got I've got Ryan Hall that come across as the greatest ever English um, uh, football try scorer. Turned up at the Chooks. Um, poor Barca got injured, and uh, on big money. And I don't think he ever scored a try for he the didn't. Roosters, did he? No, he didn't. He didn't. I think they signed him as. One of those really good outside backs as, as depth because he's an international player. But you're right. He, other than the injury, Gav, hey, he really struggled with the pace of the game. Mm. All right, Gavin. Thanks for your call, mate. We've got to fly. We've got to get to a good break. Good stuff. 
uh, join the 60 Years of Family Culture, join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment, I'll catch up with Simon Orchard's got some tips for Weddy Park tonight from New South Wales Greyhounds. He's next. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hey, the sooner they get these Greyhound syndications going, uh, Sats, the sooner we can get in with our listeners mm. and the sooner we can start cleaning up because the money on offer for Greyhounds in New South Wales at the moment, the Greyhound Super Series returns. The sports bet Dapto Megastar, it's tomorrow night. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 The man who's going to... Fill us in on on all of that, whatever's going on there tomorrow is with us now. Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds. How are you? I'm great, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, we're good. Uh, well done last week. One from two with your tipping. You, it very rarely misses out, Sats. I agree. I agree. So <laughs> if only you could move into other areas and we can then we can get rid of Chris Nelson, who does all of our... <laughs> Other racing tips. We can get rid of him and just move in with you, Simon. So, anyway, let's move on. Big, what big you in- NBA, NFL. Yeah, yeah that's right. Too. Gamble yeah, responsibly. We'll just get on the cow. I spoke to Benny Graham yesterday, and he said the Cowboys oh, will win the Super Bowl. They won't win the Super Bowl. Shut up. Big, big announcement from Greyhounds New South Wales on Monday regarding retired Greyhounds and the police force. What's happening there, mate? Yeah, you're spot on, guys. Look, basically, on Monday, we announced that the Association of New South Wales, they've got 23,000 members. They'll be given instant access to adopt greyhounds in our greyhound pet program. So these are retired greyhounds or greyhounds that no longer race. Basically, current and former New South Wales police, police officers are given immediate priority to go and get the greyhound, take it home uh, and look after it for the rest of their lives. We know... You know that there's a lot of um, well, there's a lot of bad stuff in the world, but especially for our first police officers, these dogs can be just the ultimate therapy animal. Um, I've got a colleague home on a greyhound, but I just know if I've ever had a bad day, I could come up those stairs and he's wagging his tail and his tongue down. He thinks I'm the best thing since sliced bread. So that's what we're trying to do here. We're partnering up with the Police Association of New South Wales and trying to bring joy and happiness to a lot of people's lives that maybe have suffered you know, mental health issues or post-traumatic stress disorders, things like that. Uh, and I just think it's, it's a wonderful initiative. It's something which has been in the pipeline for quite a while. We announced it on Monday. There's a, there's a whole host of um, great things that we're throwing in as well. Greyhound Racing New South Wales will pay for the dog to be the sex, be fully vaccinated, they'll get dental work, you get pet insurance as well, and you also get six months worth of food um, from our friends at Real Pet Food Company as well. So, look, if you're a member of the New South Wales Police Force, jump online. You can go to the Greyhounds as Pets website or Greyhound Racing New South Wales and find your way there. You can pick out a dog and you'll have a friend for life, guys. So a wonderful initiative. Yeah, uh, nice. Something that, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Yeah, great stuff. A friend of mine's got a Greyhound. Reckons the easiest dog or pet he's ever had to look after. Just sleeps all day. Um, but in saying that, I, it's also good if you're an ex-police officer, someone tries to break into your house and That's takes right. off, you just let the greyhound go. Right. No muzzle. No. Right him down. It's just, right. Yeah, easy, <laughs> easy. Now, uh, Dapto Megastar final tomorrow night, as Jay said. Group one final with $75,000. Yeah, walk us through the field. It's a pretty impressive field. 
Yeah, it's race eight on the card tomorrow night, guys. It's around 9.30 or 9.40, just in there somewhere. Look, a great field and probably one of the most even Tapto Megastar final fields we've had for a fair few years. At the moment, the current favourites, Good Odds Emma, are around $3. So that tells you that there's a bit of value to be had in the race. Uh, she's one of three Lord Runners that'll jump. So Good Odds Emma from box two, Punters Bandit from box six, Coast Model from box eight. Andy and Jody Lord have just dominated Dapto and have been dominating New South Wales racing for the last couple of years, guys. So they've got three shots at 75 grand. Yuko Girl from box one for Sam Sultana will absolutely lead. If there's a market on who will lead past the post for the first time, Yuko Girl would be about $1.05. So if you want to have a bet uh, based on the fact that Yuko Girl will be out in front and they've got a catcher, you can have a go at her around $3.50. The one I don't mind at value is Father Rick. He's double figures at the moment, so you can get $10 to win, $2.50 to place, depending on where you bet. Uh, he's running group races in his last couple, so he's run fourth in a Group 3 Dapto Middle Distance Championship. He's run third in the Group 3 Golden Cup. Uh, he loves Box 7. His record from out there is phenomenal. He's had five runs for four wins. So if you want a value play, Father Rick's the bet. If you want to bet uh, around something that's maybe going to lead, Yuko Girl's the one. And if you just like backing favourites, then good odds Emerald will get you three bucks as well, guys. But it promises to be a wonderful night. And as you said, $75,000 to the winner. It's the final group one in New South Wales for 2022. Right, let's talk about Wenty Park tonight. What have we got? Let's go back-to-back races, hopefully. Race seven, number eight, Sister Sticker. Uh, really like her from the wide draw, had four runs for box eight. Three of those have been wins and a second. So everything inside Sister Sticker wants the rail. I'm hoping, obviously I hope the Greyhounds get around safe, but I'm hoping there's a bit of a kerfuffle on Sister Sticker can just loop them and off she can go. She's won seven of 16. She's only missed the money on two occasions, so she's a good Greyhound. She's going to have to overcome zipping Lyris in box one, but I think she can do it. So race seven, number eight, Sister Sticker. And then the best bet on the card, race eight, number one, Diggers Magic. These are short course races at Wenty, guys, which don't happen too often. But this dog come all the way in from Bathurst. So uh, two, three-hour drive to come in tonight gets box one, around $2.50. I reckon he's the best short course dog in New South Wales. Uh, so you're getting $2.40, $2.50 about him. You should dive in responsibly, of course. He's won yep. 21 of 40 starts. I think he's a really good dog as well. Plenty going on. Uh, Greyhounds uh, in New South Wales Greyhounds and that adoption program I think it's outstanding mate well done uh, hats off to the to the team there at New South Wales Greyhound the sports de- sports bet Dapto Megastar the best of the bet best of battling it out for 75 grand prize tomorrow night gamble responsibly call 1800 858 858 uh, Simon we'll catch you next week mate sounds good guys we'll talk about syndication next week Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, welcome back. Final segment for tonight. It's been another great show. Thanks to our listeners for being involved. Jeez, our listeners are good, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Sats. Yep. Amazing input into the show. Uh, it's Rooster Muzz's brother, Sean's birthday today. Can you, He's a Berries tragic. Can you please give him a shout-out? Who are the Berries? Canterbury. Well done. Oh, but, mate... I grew up in Bankstown. I grew up in Yaguna. Of course I know that. Mm. Uh, New Farm Australian through and through. If you're listening on the Central Coast on SCN 801am. Oh, I love the Central Coast. I spent three years Iguana there. Iguana Joes. Iguana Joes should be should be like a, uh, what do they call those things when they preserve them? Like a, a national treasure. Yep. That's what it should be. Mm. There were at times tumbleweed down the main street of Gosford. But I, you know what I also like? Crown Plaza down at Terrigal. Yes. 
What a great joint on a Friday night. Anyway, uh, your weather tomorrow, 23, slightly cloudy day with a low of 16 overnight. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Actually, um, I used to live near Gosford train station. Mm -hmm. I kind of fell in love with the voiceover lady. Train arriving on platform two. (laughs) She was my girlfriend for a while. But you'd never met. Never met. No, yep. it was a recording. Uh, greyhounds as pets, finding homes for incredible greyhounds. Let's talk about uh, the final eight, the quarterfinals of the World Cup, Sat, starting on Saturday morning, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are. So we've got Croatia versus – so let's pick the winners based on the food okay. that they eat. Yep. Croatia versus Brazil, Brazilian barbecue. Yeah. Oh, what's, what's the national dish of Croatia? No. I'm going barbecue Brazil. Yeah. Okay. Anytime. The Netherlands, mm-hmm. hollandaise sauce versus Argentina. Is that all the Netherlands are known for, hollandaise sauce? Love meat. The Argentinians. Wait. Big meat exporters. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably go with Argentina. Argentina. Yep. But, but hollandaise sauce, is that like Netherlands tomato sauce? Yeah, probably. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, I remember going to Sizzler. used to have, I <laughs> know oh, that was Malibu sauce. Uh, Sunday, 2 a.m. So Sunday, Saturday, 2 a.m., Croatia, Brazil. Saturday, 6 a.m., Netherlands, Argentina. Sunday, 2 a.m., Portuguese chicken up against Morocco. Moroccan lamb. Moroccan lamb. I'm going the chicken. I'm going Portuguese chicken. Jeez, Moroccan lamb's good, though. Mm. And a Moroccan salad's good, too. Portuguese chicken. Yep. Sunday, 6 a.m., I've got to say two of possibly the worst cuisines. No, 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 no. You... France mate, versus England. Mate, you're so wrong. Well, England's a Guinness pie, fish and yeah, chips. No, 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 a cold pie or a warm beer yep. versus a fine red and a baguette. Come on, mate. Snails. Yeah, I didn't eat snails. I don't mind snails. Have you been to France? No, I haven't. Mate, Paris, one of the great cities. And the food, Asats, you go down to your local patisserie and you grab a fresh croissant every day and a fresh baguette. You just get a bit of cheese, get whack it in there. yeast. Oh, mate, it's so good. Gosh. <laughs> mate, oh, sorry. Okay, French food versus English food. A f- um, okay, a fine red versus a warm beer. Nah, fine red, France. France it is. Radio, yeah. time to get into this. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Uh, don't forget, greyhounds make wonderful pets. Head to gapnewsouthwales.com.au to find your perfect new family member. Michael loved my rocks, paper, scissors joke last night. Thank you, Michael. This one, it's actually a true story. I was thinking about the other, today about a girlfriend that I broke up with and why we broke up. It really confused me because because I had an obsession with horoscopes. Right. Tore us apart. Oh, God. Nah, that's crap. Oh, God. Grab a podcast of the show, wherever you grab your podcasts from. Just look for Sports Day, New South Wales. We'll, we, we will be back tomorrow night, hopefully. Uh, we'll catch you there. Have a good night, Satsy. See ya. Good day.